Before we get into today's show, we were doing a live show on YouTube, so we gave our thoughts on the Kyrie Irving deal, the Seth Curry deal, and all that kind of stuff, but then we also just started taking some chats and questions live, so we try to read all of them out so you guys can hear them, but we're taking a bunch of chats. It gets very chaotic at the end, but it was pretty fun. Isaac did take his beanie off, so if you want to know what Isaac's hair looks like, you can see it in the stream, so go check it out, and uh, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out with us. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You're locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and being here live. Making Locked On Maps your first listen or a live listen today. Join the Raccoon Squad, be in every day, or subscribe and follow to this show for free. Just search Locked On Mavericks wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube to join the 25,000 strong. The best way you can help us grow the show is to get in the chat. Get in the chat. Let's go. Curious what everybody's saying in the chat. What what do they think about the Kyrie Irving deal? What do you think about the uh, Seth Curry deal and all that? We'll get into that. Uh, Support the show. Subscribe to our subtext. I've been texting rumors all day. I've had multiple people say, hey, this was so awesome to be able to have somebody just text me the rumor instead of having to sift through all the weird stuff that happens on, on Twitter right now. So, uh, And then I'll send my thoughts on things. Isaac will send thoughts. We'll do AMAs, all that kind of stuff. Click the link in the description or uh, text the number that is uh, on the subtext. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The return reject the one more thinking what you got for me isaac harris let's go all right everybody can breathe um can we let it lot can we let it ride well i mean i think this song will last longer than those meetings lasted for Kyrie. <laughs> let it ride uh somebody said in the chat let it ride for seth that's hilarious hey we love seth third time's a charm but no I, I thought it was the funniest thing um about how quick the Kyrie dallas thing happened i mean we've been joking about this all week on, on, on locked on yes uh mavs here that like all right he's got to have another team come in all the reporting's been just so strong that there's no other suitors there's got to be another team connected to to Kyrie, and i mean the last 24 hours has just been a cluster fun <laughs> and and it was just so fun just to watch all the stuff of like this like generation like generating content of like hey this team's gonna meet with Kyrie well this team is and it's like all these different people and then he just signs back with Dallas and they're like oh so what about all the meetings but, about the about those meetings about uh those. shout out to our guy Bill Bill Reader Bill Ryder from CBS who uh, was tweeting about all the meetings that Kyrie was going to have. Uh, who, who, he said, sources tell CBS, this was at what? one uh, fifty-eight today. So like three hours before free agency said on top of Dallas and Phoenix, Kyrie will meet with Miami, Houston, the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah. My guy. He walked that thing back quick. <laughs> and then he, then he's then like a little while later, um, he said, to clarify, 
some of Kyrie's meetings may now be spread over the next few days. And then hmm. he act- then he actually like walked it all the way back and said that while Kyrie Irving had planned earlier in the day to meet with several teams about free agency, Dallas's three-year uh, $126 million op- uh, offer changed those plans. Quote, we plan to take the meetings but decided that Dallas would be our place, says uh, Shatilla Riley Irving, who is Kyrie's agent and stepmom. Um, first of all, let's talk about the Kyrie Irving deal. Initial thoughts on the deal when it first came and wrote across your phone. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, shorter than I thought. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> I was going to make a it's joke. It's a flat but... deal. I mean, like, it's a pretty flat deal for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It It is a pretty flat deal. Um, but, I mean, no, this whole time uh, I've been expecting, you know, a, a three for one, um, you know, at least $40 million a year going, you know, a three plus one. Uh, player option on the last year i was expecting around the 160 range somewhere through there so when it came through the you know the three years 126 i was like wow that's a that's a win you know for uh for both sides listen no matter what number it came in at every like all the national people are going to throw a fit so if you're a Mavs fan that's you know getting all up in like this was predictable they they could have handed him 10 million dollars and somebody's going to get upset I'm like how can you give Kyrie Irving, $10 million. The <laughs> moment they made the trade for Kyrie is the moment you decided to pay him. Like, yes, that, I mean, that's if you want, you know, I tweet this out because I've seen, you know, Ryan McDonough, which, you know, shout out to his, you know, GM experience and his that tenure. But, you know, he had his little thing on, on NBA TV. And it's like, hey, if you want to criti- criticize the trade and go back and talk about like the investment to trading for Kyrie and taking that chance, sure. There you go. That's where they argue. But to be like, hey, why is Dallas paying it? You know, paying him right now. This is crazy. And I'm like, no, it just it it makes sense because you've already made the investment and you can't let him leave for nothing. You have Luca, your win now. Like you, you, you got to pay him. So I just didn't like. It didn't make any sense to me of like if somebody wants to make that point right now of like why is Dallas paying? You you have to. This is the this is the bed they're already made. So that decision was already made. 100%. And you saw Matt Moore, prob- a lot of people probably saw Matt Moore complaining about the deal as well I mean, and saying yeah, that, that right. he didn't like the deal. But th- my point back to him, and he even texted me, and I, I was like, hey, the Mavs made their bet already. Like, they're they're already in the Kyrie Irving business. If you're in the Kyrie Irving business, you can't just lose him for nothing. You can't just say, oh, well, we'll just let him go. We'll just we'll go ahead and, and let Kyrie go and then replace him with what? You weren't getting Fred Van Vliet? <laughs> you couldn't clear enough money to be able to get that deal. Holy cow. And then... You also have to, you know, there's going to there's gonna be the people that say, who are the Mavs bidding against? All right, here's who the Mavs are bidding against. Kyrie's ego, right? You're bidding against that guy who in the past, very recently, has been disgruntled in Brooklyn for a couple reasons. You can bring up a couple reasons. But the one that he's most publicly talked about and said was the reason was that he... Uh, you know that they didn't give him the deal that that he wanted. The business side of things, they didn't let him be who he you know wanted to be, and, and that that kind of thing we've we've heard from him. And so they didn't give him the deal he wanted, and so it didn't work with with them. And then he, then he asked out, and then KD got traded, and then, then all that. You couldn't do that with Dallas. You can't bring back Kyrie and say, all right, well we're just going to give you. No one else is offering you a deal. Nobody else can give you as much money. So we're just going to give you just as much money as. You know, the $1 high, we're going to go $1 higher, like Wheel of Fortune style or, or uh, Price is Right style, $1 higher than the next bidder. They couldn't do that because you bring him back and then all of a sudden you have a disgruntled star that has been a flight risk in the past. Like you're just playing with fire at that point. And so 
you know, you can talk about, well, the, the trade to bring in Kyrie, but like Isaac said, once you bring in Kyrie, you're going to pay him. You can't just let, you can't just let him walk. There's nobody that you can replace him with that would be as good or bring what he could on the court. And so, yeah, here we are with it. And I think it was a good deal. Like three years, which I was, I was under the impression it was going to be four. Everybody was talking about like, it was going to be four years. I think three years is a good deal. You know, um, and then 136, 136 million or 126 million, which allows them to use the mid-level exception, which is just massive. Yeah. So the three years, I think is a big win for Dallas side. I think it's a big win for, you know, for Kyrie side too, of, of everything that has happened over the past few years for Kyrie. Um, and as much as like, we're, we're joking about the, the meetings and stuff, there wasn't a robust, like crazy market for Kyrie. <laughs> oh, for there was still- not. Is that what everyone was saying before <laughs> so, that we were so- saying? And- so to get that money, uh, I think it's a it's a big win for him, and it's a big win for Dallas to bring him back on that on something that, you know, yeah, I mean, this thing could have went up to five years, and we're expecting four, and now you know now you're getting this three year thing. Couple couple things with it, um, you know, Tim McMahon was on ESPN, which whew, that broadcast man, um, the investment, the investment into Kendrick Perkins by ESPN, I just don't. Let go Jalen Rose, let go, let go future Mavs assistant coach, Jeff Van Gundy. And uh, yeah, and I can't, I Ken, mean, Kendrick Perkins. Anyway, um, they, they brought McMahon on there to talk about the Kyrie thing. And I thought it was uh, cool that Tim brought up that, you know, Luca has been texting Kyrie and he even specifically said, yeah. you know, he texted Kyrie and he's like, Hey, we need you. Like we, we need you in Dallas. So uh, Luca's on board. I've seen some tweets and stuff tonight that I thought was pretty funny. I was like, Oh, Luca's shaking his head somewhere. I'm like, no, actually uh, he's, he's pretty on board with this. And then also, um, you know, uh, Chris Haynes, I, I've seen a, a, a interview he did on NBA TV and he was talking about it. And he said that, you know, Dallas wanted to get this thing done quick because they want Kyrie to help uh, recruit. And uh, <laughs> they did get it done quick. And he said that, you know, that's what's happening now is like they they're they're wanting Kyrie to help them out, you know, texting some guys and recruiting and, and, and all of that. Obviously, Bruce Brown was a, you know, a big target for Dallas. Oh, boy. Everybody missed out on. Uh, but super happy for him getting that money. Uh, but now, you know, yeah, I mean, Haynes said the same thing that we're all expecting right now, that Dallas is going after the 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 wing defenders, basically the three and D guys that can fit around Luca and Kyrie. And um, yeah, Dallas wants Kyrie to help, you know, recruit with that. So yeah, coming up, let's talk about uh, what the maps missed on what the maps can get now. And then let's talk about Seth Curry. Seth Curry comes back for the third time. Isaac, Seth Curry is Bay. Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can go check out prize picks Right now, they have all kinds of stuff for baseball. They have PGA. They have all kinds of things. All you have to do is pick two to six players, and if they will score more or less than their prize picks projection, this can be uh, runner hit uh, fantasy score. This can be birdies. This can be uh, how many shots on goal they get in a soccer game, all kinds of different things. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections for any sport that you want to watch, NFL, and uh, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, all kinds of stuff. Eurobasket, cricket, and more. Disc golf. Disc golf. Disc golf. Download PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. Again, if you deposit $100, you can get $100 back with their match. Just use the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100.
Thanks everybody for hanging out with us live on Locked On Mavericks. We are literally live on YouTube, and I can prove it. Dude, there's this one guy that comes after me at least a couple times a week for for wearing a what do you call this? Do you call a beanie. This a, you call it a beanie. Some people yeah. call it toboggan. Some people call it a togi. What what do you call in the chat? What do you call this? We're rolling a little over a <laughs> thousand right now, live viewers. But yeah, a thousand uh, people. Let us know what do you yeah, call. This? Let, let, uh, let us know what this. But this one person comes at me every week. It's like, dude, you're in Dallas. You're in Texas. It's so hot there. Why are you wearing? It? Like, dude, you I make saw. Want to wear one every day now. <laughs> I saw. Here's like, uh, there you go. Look, so many people. Beanie, beanie, yeah, beanie, God. beanie, um, team beanie. Um, um, there's somebody that said, I need to know who Isaac's air conditioning service person is, because if he's in Dallas wearing, wearing a, you know, a beanie and wearing like a hoodie, like I, I need to know who he has for AC. So hook, hook him up. I'm probably not in the camp. That's like abiding by all the, you know, grid laws right now. <laughs> like, you know, you get those like grid things. It's like, Hey, can you, for the good of the people, can you put your thermostat at 84? Ideally. Like, yeah. Can, <laughs> can you roast alive inside your house? Like, <laughs> no, would like to not sweat. Seth Curry, baby. Yeah, let's talk about Seth. Seth Curry comes back for literally the third time, which is wild. He signed in July 15th, 2016, July 10th, 2019, and now June 30th, 2023. He signed with the Mavericks and signed deals with them. The Mavericks have traded him just once, right? They, they traded him for in the Josh Richardson deal. And, Shout out. And so Miami. now so now Seth Curry comes back. What was your initial reaction to the Seth Curry signing? Welcome back. Let's do this. <laughs> you know, let's, um, you know, here's the thing about Seth. It's the worst, you know, the worst kept secret as far as around the league that Seth is one of the best shooters in the entire NBA. It's He's not just the, and he's one of the most underrated players in the league because he's Steph's brother. And it's like, yeah, he's nowhere close to Steph and, and all of that, but the dude can shoot. The dude can run around screens, move off ball. I tweeted out some numbers. I'm like, Hey, everybody knows he's one of the best shooters, but you start looking at that career, 44% three-point shooter, shot 46%, I think, or 47% on unguarded catch-and-shoot shots last year. He's going to get a ton of those. Uh, 41% on catch-and-shoot shots in general, 40% from three last year. And I would say last year was one of his, you know, he, he, that was the year after the Philly year that I thought he played really well alongside Embiid. So, he, I mean, he knows Dallas. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure he still has a house in Dallas. Um if anyone's in the real estate game and knows if Seth Curry still has a, a house, let us, well, let us I'm know gonna, in the chat. <laughs> I'm going to expose myself on this one, but his wife, Callie, uh, who is Doc Rivers' daughter. Callie Rivers Curry. Uh, she uh, she works for The Ringer and does yeah. uh, podcasts and stuff about The Bachelor and stuff that I might listen to, maybe. Uh, and she has talked on there about commuting back and forth between Dallas and Philly and, or Brooklyn and, and all that stuff. So, uh I'm sure that didn't factor listen, in. At listen, listen, that is insight you don't get on any other Mavericks podcast. Let me tell you that. Maybe, yeah. maybe if if uh, Callie Kaplan I was had, say, I gotta get had Callie a podcast, Kaplan to talk because <laughs> talk I saw her show. tweeting about that earlier. But yeah, you don't get that anywhere else. Um, but anyway, no, I mean bringing Seth back. <laughs> yes, there's some roster. There, there's some roster questions that you have of like, hey, him, Jaden Hardy, Tim Hardaway. I've been expecting Tim to be gone this whole time. So uh, this kind of further proves that a little bit, but if he's still on the team, here's the thing about Seth is he can actually handle the ball a little bit more too. You look at some of his pick and roll numbers, like running the pick and roll. Uh, they're actually pretty dang good. So 
it's not out of the realm of possibility that Seth could be the third ball handler. And it's like, Hey, we're going to run with Seth and Jaden as this kind of bench backcourt, you know, duo a little bit, see where Tim fits in there. But I I still expect Tim to be traded. um, Sign and trade for Grant Williams. Interesting. So this is, that was my initial reaction is that I don't think that the Mavericks can go into next season with Kyrie, Tim Hardaway, Jaden Hardy, and, Seth Curry in a guard rotation and expect to be a better defense and throw Luca in there too, but he's not six, two, six, you know, six, four. I mean, they're coming off the bench, but I know, but just as a guard rotation, like I just can't look at that and say, okay, they're going to be better this year. So I think one of those guys, the odd man out. And I think that that Tim has been the guy he's a $17 million contract. That's not a bad deal because it's declining next year. And then like, I I think there, there is some kind of move. We talked about so many Tim trades (laughs) over the last couple of weeks. I love that John B put in the chat. Nick never listens to Isaac while he's talking. Listen, listen, the last couple days I've had like the worst moments of that. We I actually like, talked about it after yeah, the pod. The where other you night. called me out. Cause I was like, I was literally like, look, cause I'm just like staring at Twitter and it's just been, it's been very bad. It's bad for my mental health. It's like, Hey man, you did it again. I literally did like a few sentences and then you repeated the same sentences. Yeah, no, that is, that's literally, <laughs> I, I promise you, that's literally what I did. And I, I, I own up to that for sure. I've had moments where I was not listening. Sure. <laughs> uh, but here's the coolest thing about the Seth Curry thing. As soon as the Seth thing came out, it was like, well, for me, it was, what's the contract going to be? Yeah. And because, you know, it, it takes a little bit of a hit. If it's like, hey, it's going to cut into some of that MLE number, some of that 12 million. Uh, but then McMahon came through and was like, hey, it's going to be, the yeah. biannual exception sign me up for that because that means they still have opened that 12 million MLE that you know that they're all you know they're going after people right now yeah to sign under the biannual exception like you like you just said because i was listening to you is 12.4 million dollar mid-level exception that they can either use on grant williams fully or they can um or they can split it up that 41 MFL wants you to know that they're listening. So we're glad about that. And so, yeah, that that's huge. So the way that we've been laying out the off season is they signed Kyrie to this lower deal, which they did. They did exactly that. Then you have the biannual and you have the mid-level. They still have the mid-level. They still have a trade they can make with Tim or something like that. And so to me, they go out and they get, get a center with the Tim trade. They sign Grant Williams. Is there what other is Grant Williams the first name that now that they're going for, or is there somebody else that you're looking at for that mid level? Uh, Dylan Brooks. I would say Dylan Brooks is still mm. in the mix a little bit. You know, I texted you earlier. I'm like, hey, you think Dallas is? You know, is everybody waiting on what Houston's gonna finish doing? Yeah. Um, they hand out the money to Fred VanVleet, which I feel like I'm in the minority a little bit of saying I don't think it's that bad of a, of a move. Um, just because they have to. What the heck? And that kind of chat is that oh yeah you've never seen, these are super chats oh let's go I wait if we're, i don't know if we're supposed to use them but i turned it on yeah. uh and he said buy those glasses with eyes on them so isaac thinks he's looking <laughs> um but i don't forget what i was saying now <laughs> what, what were we talking oh dylan brooks so here's the thing with houston so houston hands out all that money to fred van vliet which i actually th- thought was okay move because they got it spend money to get up to that 90% floor and all that. And they need an adult in the room. And I'm a big fan of young teams that are kind of a cluster adding in an adult point guard. Yeah. They have some money left over in that. If they go out and they, they actually convince Brooke Lopez to come from Milwaukee. Well, then that's all their money. So 
could you know could Dallas then swoop in and, and get a Dylan Brooks? I don't know if some of y'all are, you know even want Dylan Brooks, but I would say right now I'm watching the Dylan Brooks Grant Williams stuff. Grant Williams is restricted, so Boston can match anything. So I'm I'm just curious of what you know. I, I seen um, I can't even remember who the the Celtics reporter is uh, up there writes for the Boston Globe. I think it was the Globe. Um, anyway, he was tweeting up saying that Boston's basically just waiting on Grant Williams at this point, just to see what some of these offers are and all of that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they're just waiting to match, but it wouldn't shock me if they Dallas and Boston. Person- engaged on a Tim Hardaway for Grant Williams deal. They just signed Porzingis to an extension and they got the the Jalen Brown. Like I don't know how they're going to do it like to match Grant Williams stuff. I mean, I got his rights. So <laughs> I mean, I guess they can. They can try. Uh everyone's saying to read the super chats. Uh I didn't read this one because he said that locked on Cowboys is is boring. And now, and now I've read it, but uh, uh, thanks, Zay. Pre- appreciate you for listening and being part of the Raccoon Squad and listening to us. Appreciate um, it, Zay. So, um, yeah, well, we're waiting on Grant Williams and the Dylan Brooks thing. I think the Dylan Brooks and the Rockets thing is done. Like, I think that Mark Stein's so Brooke been Lopez is done. Brooke Lopez or Dylan Brooks? No, that's what I'm saying. With like, so the Brooke Lopez stuff, you just think it's lock Milwaukee. There's no shot with you because I don't. I don't think they can get them both, right? Not paying, not, so they had sixty six million coming in, and they just paid Fred Van Vliet what like forty for the first year, forty three. So they have about twenty something left, twenty left. Yeah. So to give to give Dylan Brooks more than the mid level, and to give they're not. Yeah, they can't get. I don't think they can get both. No. No. Um, an an underrated one that's restricted that I really really like is PJ Washington, but I I mean I I haven't heard anything on him like nor even rumors or nobody's talking about him. I mean, I guess he Charlotte's just going to chill and just say, all right, cool. We'll just match anything if he takes something, but this is what they did last year. Though. Remember they only signed Cody Martin. That was their only signing last, last year with the miles bridges thing. So I don't know. Maybe that's just what that front office does, but they, I love him though. <laughs> Locked on Hornets, just hanging out, just doing, just <laughs> talking about whatever, but just chilling. Uh, oh, got a bunch of questions in the subtext. I was texting with a lot of people today, and a lot of questions in the subtext were, um, is Seth Curry the third ball handler you guys have been talking about? Yeah, I mean, I touched on this a little bit ago um, that Nick probably didn't listen. <laughs> uh, I, I think he, I, I think there's, it wouldn't shock me if he was considered that just because he can handle the ball. And I mentioned this a while ago, but like when you look at some of his like pick and roll numbers and run and pick and roll, they're actually pretty dang good last year in Brooklyn. Um, he ran some of that stuff with, you know, with Embiid up in Philly. So, you know, the, the point guard spots. So it just depends on what they're going for with that and what, what vibe they want in that second unit. And is the second unit going to be ran by Kyrie or is it going to be, you know, a, a third actually ball handler point guard to run the show and stuff. Um, it kind of depends, but having shooters like Seth Curry playing alongside Kyrie playing alongside Luca, it's never a bad thing. So yeah. it's good. I, I'm with you. I think that Kyrie or that, that Curry, Kyrie Curry. Oh, that's going to be hard. Mm. Uh, I think that, that Curry is, is somebody that you're okay. You're okay. Handling the ball and okay. Dribbling the ball. Cause for ever for everybody who's saying they don't need another guard. Why do they need another ball handler for these last couple of weeks when I've been talking about it? I said, well, the only two players that you want to dribble the ball are Luca, Kyrie, and Hardy. Those are the only three players you want to dribble on this roster as of right now. And so to add Steph Curry, that that adds one more of that. But I, I wouldn't call him 
a third ball handler. Like if 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 Kyrie is out or if Luca is out, does he doesn't start next to him? He doesn't like you know become all of a sudden. Oh, this guy can run the offense when those two guys are out. Like I don't feel good about that, but I feel good about him as like a secondary playmaker. Like you were just like you were just talking about. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it would kind of surprise me if they, you know, they traded Tim for like a point guard. And I was like, all right, now we have like a Markel Fultz. <laughs> no, Markel's big. So he could play like he could defend some of the wings. That, like if they traded Tim for like a smaller point guard and it's like, all right, we got a smaller backup point guard with yeah. Seth, with Hardy. Yeah, that would kind of confuse me a little bit. But I mean, I think you got to give Nico some praise right now so far that this offseason is it's moving down a path that is looking good so far. Um, Really dang good. I mean, you start with the draft and what he did with moving back two spots with Bertans. Um, Some people, AKA Windhorse, couldn't understand uh, that concept of moving Bertans off. Uh, (laughs) This can't be the real Tim Cato. Is it? Prove it. Tim. Yeah. Text me if this is the real Tim Cato. T- tell us what you wore in the, uh, the fan <laughs> no, interview. No, the he'll be day. able to look it up. Uh, also, um, Reed, most excited to see in Vegas. I'm most excited to see Hardy. I'm going. I'm I'm gonna go to Vegas. I'm excited to see Jaden Hardy score 30 points in the first game, and then He's never play most again. excited. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm no, pretty I mean, excited on, to see lively on the Mavericks, but. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm in on the um, on the Mavs. I'm really curious to see what Lively looks like in summer league. I've been on the record of saying, "Hey, I think Lively's going to hit three or four threes in a game, Ooh. and everybody's going to freak out and be like, how, he can shoot." How is your most excited player not Omax? Because I know what I'm getting in Omax. I'm excited, <laughs> but I know I know exactly. What I'm Should getting. I show our display names? What you signed in with today? <laughs> what, what, what did I sign in with? <laughs> you signed in with your name was Omax. Uh, yeah, all right, we're, we're getting a IMAX bunch of prosper. We're getting a bunch of these now. Uh, will a dominant big to go? Well, we have to get to the finals. Finally. I, I don't think a dominant big is out there for the Mavericks to acquire right now. I wouldn't say the Aiton thing's dead, but. that's also true. That's also true. Nothing says that, that that's dead so far. Yeah. The Suns went out and signed like an entire, like half of a roster today like with a whole bunch of different moves. Uh, but yeah, you're right that that isn't dead. But other than that, I don't think he's the do- he's not the dominant big that Zay is talking about with this comment, though. <laughs> I guess not. Um, shout out to the Lakers getting Cam Radish. It was a big time, you know, Tracy McGrady move. Uh, guys, y'all y'all got to look at Yoda fell from uh, sarcasm on Twitter, and it's <laughs> absolutely incredible. I quote tweeted one of his tweets, Rashad um, Phillips, from back in the day about calling Cam Radish. T- and, T Mac, and uh, yeah, he was like facts. I'm like, oh, buddy, man, I'm not the same real man. Um, uh, but anyway, back to Curry. Cameron says Curry's our Brunson with a better three point shot. Uh, I would, I would, I would think that that is a spicy, spicy take, Cameron, and I disagree with that because what Brunson can do. Brunson was incredible at the get his own shot, score in the paint, like score against anybody taller than him or, or whatever, beat his one-on-one mismatch. C- Curry's not that guy, right? Like he can run a pick and roll. He can hit an outside three, like nobody's business. Um, but he's not, he's not Brunson. Like there's just, not, they're no. very, very different players. Um, he's going to play the Brunson role from like a couple years ago, from like a couple years ago uh, where he's going to come off the bench. And he, but he's also going to play the Seth Curry role from a couple years ago too. So also, are you watching Twitter right now? I don't have Twitter. Like I do, uh, I, I'm not listening to you. So I might as well, I, like I have to be doing something else. 
I just don't have any notifications popping up. I'm using no, my I got phone it. for. I got it. Uh, uh, Monty Morris is going to the Miami's trading Victor Oladipo to Oklahoma City. Going back. What's it? What they're trading it for? Just a nothing. Pick? That just literally just came up. But uh, Sean Morgan says I lost all my money gambling on the Mavs with this rotation. Do I have to read this in all caps? Chat. Do I have to read this in all caps? If it's of a- course you do. He I paid lost $5 all my for. money gambling on the Mavs with this rotation. I'll cash it, cash out my four hundred one k, sell my house, and make it all back. Well, Sean, you didn't lose all your money because you just paid us five dollars. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about some dudes that still left that we're watching. I feel like a, uh, a lot of people in the WK has a really good point that, that Kyrie and Seth reunited for a third time. They played together at Duke. They played together oh. in Brooklyn, and now played together in Dallas. I think that's pretty cool too. Hey, would you be shocked if Kyrie helped recruit him? No, not at all. No. I wouldn't either. And I feel like he's one of the, I feel like I've seen multiple tweets after the Seth signing for the biannual of like, man, this is really good deal for him. He could have had other, you know, higher offers on the market and to get him for that price, I think it's pretty good, pretty good cost. (laughs) So anyway, let me, let me finish just saying this about Nico earlier. I think Nico's playing a pretty good hand right now. Like how he's, how, what he did at the draft of, you know, walking away trading 10 and Bertons and turning that into Derek Lively Omax Prosper and Rashawn Holmes and still in cr- creating that space for the MLE. And then you obviously got re- Kyrie Irving to resign uh, pretty quick in the free agency and now getting Seth Curry. I mean, that's, we lost Isaac. I'm still going. I'm oh, talking. You're, you're back. Okay. You're back. Go ahead. How'd you lose me? I don't know. You just, you just were a circle. I just, I just think what, what Nico has been pulling off over the past, you know, week or so with the draft with bringing Kyrie back relationships and all of that playing into that. Uh, and now adding Seth Curry to super, super great deal. Pretty, pretty dang Nico streak here. So we'll see what, how he continues it. Now we just need, you know, some defending wings uh, for the chat. We'll get to the super chats in a minute. So we'll get to them kind of all at once because I would do, we do want to like talk and actually, and actually talk about some, some of these moves that have happened. Uh, I'm with you. I think this has been a, a really good move from Nico. And, and I think that he's, he's played it. He's played his hand really well. He could have played the Kyrie thing a bunch of different ways. We talked about how um, we talked about how you, uh, they, they could have gone four years and that could have been a, a really big thing where Kyrie is all of a sudden four years and he's guaranteed and all that. Apparently he negotiated for the player option, which I think is, is something that Kyrie wanted. And that's what I think he was negotiating, but they only gave him three years. They didn't give him the full max. Like they could have came out and just panicked and said, all right, we got to just keep this guy no matter what. We'll give him four years, full max, all that, keep him. And they didn't do that. And I think that that's a good bit of business, like you said. And then all the other moves, just like you said. I think every every angle, every like every step of this, this um, offseason so far has been wins. Yeah. I mean, I texted you earlier today. I was like, hey, is the biggest signing today for the Mavs going to be Jeff Van Gundy? So <laughs> I'm I'm glad that that didn't happen. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about this Victor Oladipo trade that just happened. Miami trading Victor Oladipo to OKC. Do you think it's the dump so that they can get Dame? Or Did you just ask if they took a dump? Is, is Miami taking a dump on OKC so that they can get Harden or Lillard? James Harden in Miami would be hilarious because don't they have like body fat restrictions? Yes. In their culture? Yes. Heat, heat culture? Yes. Um, I mean, it could be. I don't, I don't know. 
I mean, his option was what seven or eight million dollars. Like that's a lot for somebody who's hasn't been, you know, playing too much. Uh, ben in super chat says thoughts on Zubots. Uh, oh, I was gonna get to him in a minute, but yeah, any thoughts on Zubots to the Mavericks? Um, no, I, I really like him as the stopgap center. You know, we've been using that term here for for a little bit. Uh, I think somebody wrote us the other day a, a subtext asking. Hey, you know what stopgap mean? Basically, just like a one or two year you know deal. If if Derek Lively is your center of the future, then you know how can you get somebody that you're not paying eighty million dollars to? <laughs> or you, you know, like Rudy Gobert is not a stopgap center, but no. could you trade for you know a, a Zubats in the you know in L.A. and bring him in for a year or so? Yeah, sure, go for it. Um, also, we are 20 minutes. So Keith Smith just tweeted this out. We're about 18, 20 minutes away from the all the extension tweets. So, like, we're literally going from old CBA to new CBA in about 18 minutes. Uh, we can get to some of these super maxes. Shout out to Harold. Appreciate you. Uh, Ariel says, We want Boban back immediately now. I wouldn't roll that out. The minimum <laughs> vibes guy. Let's everybody uh, tweet at Tim Cato and ask if Boban's coming back. <laughs> I love that. I love doing that. Um, Juan said, what's the most realistic wing you think we end up with after free agency? We've been talking about Grant Williams. I, that's the one that I think is is the most realistic. Um, and then after that, I mean, you're talking about your – I mean, the the Lakers were really connected to Eric Gordon. He's still out there mm-hmm. for a deal. Jay Crowder is still out there for a deal. Is there any other wings you're looking at? Well, I could be wrong, but I feel like the Lakers used a lot of their MLE on Vincent. Um, oh yeah no that's what i'm saying lakers were connected to eric gordon but they used all their stuff that they can't get him now and so he's still out there for somebody but but once again like i just i'd prefer like if you're asking me who i would prefer um i I, you know i would love the grant williams i mean i love pj washington more than anybody but he's restricted and he's super young that's kind of a pipe dream is a little bit but um yeah grant williams pj washington Dylan Brooks to an extent. I mean, I, I think those all, all three of those guys could, could be options, but there's obviously there's, there's trades and stuff too. Your, your guy, you're pretty high on, uh, you know, Thibel, right? Thibel. Yeah, but he's restricted. And so I don't know about that and making an offer on him and trying to figure out all that. And, but I, I would be really high on him. He's the best, he's the best defensive wing that's left, even with Dylan Brooks. Yeah. I mean like a, you know, minimum contract with Jeff green, but yeah, I like Uncle Jeff. He's fine. I tell you, my my favorite under the radar guy, and now, I don't know what the heck Chicago's doing, but <laughs> I literally pulled up my draft profile for Io uh, back in, in his yeah. draft, you know, a few years ago, and I I was a big fan of his, you know, coming out of Illinois. It just you know his frame, his size, and everything uh, as a late first round pick, and then I I, I just like his game, and so I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's MLE money or anything like that. I don't know what Chicago's doing because they have Javon Carter. They have, you know, Levine, they have Caruso, Kobe white. They just gave a new contract to They have all these guards. So are they going to like, let him go? I don't know. But if they do bring him back, what's his role? I just like him. Yeah. Uh, the sack Scott said, we still have a chance to get Aiden. Are we going to use our MLE to get a cheap five to give our new rookie a chance? Any thoughts? So you, you, we talked about earlier, the Aiden deal is not necessarily dead. What would it look like now? Well, I mean, I mean, the same players are still in, in play, right? Like, you know, yeah. one of the things with the Rashawn Holmes stuff is, you know, that trade's, that trade's still not official. We talked about the other with day. Sacramento. The, yeah, yeah, with the, with Sacramento. It can't be official for, you know, for a bit. So, um, you know, could you loop that into a bigger deal? That's what Dallas is trying to do on draft night. But, you know, do you revisit that 
Um, yeah, it just gets, you know, what if there's another trade out there that Tim goes somewhere else, uh, another cheaper contract is coming in. You loop, you know, Phoenix in that way. And it's not Javel as the third piece in that it's another piece that's going with Tim and Rashawn Holmes, you know, for Aiden. So it wouldn't shock me if, you know, if an Aiden deal still happens. So I think to, to Zach Scott's question though, the MLE is going to a wing. I think they, they still need it. Like they still have to try and figure out some more wing minutes. Yeah. To try and give out um, so that Reggie's not playing 35, 34, 35 minutes a game at this point. Uh, we talked about Zubots. Logan says Dodo. LOL. Ah, love so, Dodo. I w- we've been talking about Brooklyn for a while. Brooklyn and Atlanta are the two teams I said, all right, they're going to dump somebody because they need to get under this this second apron. And today we saw the one of the first moves of the day. We saw the Nets dump Joe Harris. And so they dumped him to the Pistons for like nothing, like a couple seconds. And so that that's the move, I think. Now, the only things that I've heard about Dorian were from – uh, I think Mark Stein reported this or somebody reported this, that, that they want at least a first or multiple firsts for Dorian multiple first Dorian and Royce O'Neal that they've you know commanded first in the past. And that's kind of their threshold for it. So I don't know. I don't think I want to give up the 2027 first for Dorian at this point, to be honest. And then in the new CBA, they're too valuable of Dorian, but no, I'm not giving up that first for him. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this, this chat requires, uh, multimedia experience is is the people forget about Frank not a thing anymore well, because of Seth is the people forget about Frank is that gone can we forget about Frank now yeah I think the league's forgetting about Frank I think um yeah Frank might be getting on a plane but at least they have multiple guards now right like they have they have Luca Kyrie Hardy Curry like that that's that's more guards than they came into last season with <laughs> Is what I'm excited about. So yeah, yeah, Reed. I think I think it's not a thing anymore. Uh, Brett says, "How quick is the pod dropping when we trade for Siakam?" Woo-hoo. I, <laughs> of all the players that's mentioned out there, I don't know what what they're doing with Siakam. I just go back to that report that came out. What was the last week of saying? You know, it was discussed with Portland, but Siakam's been pretty adamant that he's not going to sign an extension with anybody, and that kind of shot you know some of the trade stuff down. All it takes is one team that's saying, hey, we'll take a shot. Like, we don't care if he's signing extension or not. If Toronto does shop him, I don't know if they're shopping him. Still. I don't know what the heck Toronto's doing, really. Um, oh, they quickly, co- they quickly replaced Fred Van Vliet with Dennis Schroeder Isaac. Wouldn't what, you have offered Woj- a second second for Monty Morris over that Schroeder contract? Yaka- I think I would have done both. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like, yeah, Raptors Yaka- didn't have the space for that. But Yaka for $20 million a year. I, I like their young pieces and I've, I've been pretty adamant that if I was you know Toronto, I'd keep OG because OG is the type mm-hmm. of guy you want on your team. Like you, I would build around him and him and Scotty Barnes, but Oh yeah. And then, yeah, I guess they're working on an extension for Gary Trent. I just don't know what direction they're, they're going down. That, right the extension for Gary Trent didn't make any sense to me. He opted back in for one year and now he's getting a future extension. And now you're like, okay, we're going to build around him and, and that, I don't know what they're doing, but they seem to I've been I've been saying this forever. It seems like they're just asking way too much for OG. And so the Mavs don't have anything enough for Siakam, even if it's on even if he's on a one year deal, it just seems like they're asking prices just a little too high for yeah. that. But they've, they've got to make a direction. I, I did the I did the uh, initial reaction video with Sean Woodley on Lockdown NBA. 
uh, he was distraught. Let me, <laughs> let me put it that way. <laughs> it was after the Van Vliet thing, right after the Schroeder thing. We, we logged on, and it was – he was not happy with it. But, uh, Brett, the answer is we would we would log on very quickly. <laughs> yeah, that would be a quick emergency pod. <laughs> we would be very excited about it. That would be huge uh, for that. Hey, thanks, Jay. Appreciate you. Zay said, "Happy birthday, happy birthday, CP." Which I, I've got, I still got somewhere, but oh my gosh, I don't have it on there. That's a throwback. That is a throwback drop. Uh, we had a long question a while ago. What was that? The Luca and Kyrie are eight games above five hundred when they don't play together. I think the two of them work. Uh, they should need to work on their chemistry in the off season, like what Katie and Booker are doing in the Bahamas. I didn't know that Katie and Booker were in the Bahamas together. I mean. It's pretty shocking that you know two players are getting up shots with each other in in a gym uh, over the off season. I haven't seen that before. Um, any teammates, you know, playing on the same team together, I've never seen them taking shots in a gym together um, during the off season. So shout out for shout out to Katie and Booker building the chemistry. Um, Luca and Kyrie, let's get it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think with Luca though, he's playing international ball. So it's going to be a little bit difficult for them to try and hook up right now and figure that out. But I'm sure there'll be a, oh, Luca's back and Kyrie's here and they're they're doing something. They'll at least have training camp and I Luca, don't... Luca looking a little skinny out there. Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> Not now. Not now. Are y'all for Hey, let's get this thing to two thousand. We're almost at. 2, we're so we're so close to two thousand. Uh, are y'all falling for the the Luca skinny picks? Uh, Vince wants to know if there's any news on the drop and dimes twenty guy. Have you been following this guy? Is it is it well? Which account? I, just the one. He's just got. The, it's just the twenty one. There's a bunch of fake ones now, but the drop and dimes twenty one. I have real. an I have an addiction to You're like itching. It's like itching. I have an addiction to. It happens every trade deadline season and every free agency season. I'll find one or two accounts of just like dumb accounts that are not, they're not sourced. They're not real. They're nothing. And I'll just follow them just for the fun of it. Just to be like, Oh, cool. Like wonder what this is. Like Ari uh, Abraham. I don't, maybe this is who Ari is dropping <laughs> dimes back, back with the vengeance. Um, the dropping dimes things have been hilarious. Cause I mean, he's switched accounts and, but pretty accurate. He's been accurate on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And his Kyrie stuff was he just tweeted Kyrie or it they just tweeted Kyrie. Yeah. And that was it. And then they've been deactivating and reactivating their account back and forth. His Harden thing was wild though cuz that that was the first when I first found the account I clicked on I was like, "Okay, Harden's going to opt in and request a trade." Like this is not what anybody's been uh and then bam. Yeah, so the news is they're still dropping dimes. I mean, that's the news on it. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Cameron wants to know if you think they'll make a trade for Miles Turner? Take the floor. <laughs> oh yeah, this this is this, this is, is my this guy. Is so, your guy. I don't. I I can't imagine the Pacers trading him unless it's that three team trade we talked about the other day, where the Mavs send uh, a couple of guys to Phoenix. Phoenix sends Aiton to the the Pacers, and then the Pacers send Miles Turner to the Mavericks. In that scenario, so the, the so the Suns get a couple of guys. The Pacers get DeAndre Ayton, who they believed in last year. But between that that signing of DeAndre Ayton and now, Miles Turner had the best year of his career, which is why I was kind of like, oh, well, I don't think they're going to be able to get him now because they've been uh, – like he's just been so much better. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so Cameron, I, I don't think they'll be able to do it unless it's that three-team trade, which, hey, you never know. But 
Also, you know, they gave Bruce Brown the big contract. You know, all the teams out there are like, hey, can yeah. we get it for the MLE? And he ends up getting 22 in this first year. Uh, what I, I, I tell you, <laughs> they went to Bruce Brown. They said, how about you live in Indiana? And he said, how about you give me $10 more million? <laughs> and that's what they did. I will say, I think I think it's an awesome fit. Him and Hal yeah. Burton together, uh, Matherin, those guys. It feels like, you know, they're obviously trying to take a, a, a step next year. Um, they should be a lot of fun. Now he gets to play for Rick Carlisle. I was going to say, a, a Rick Carlisle lineup of Bruce Brown, uh, Halliburton, and Buddy Heald, like the three-guard lineup. 2000! Oh, Nemhard. Throw Nemhard, Bruce Brown, <laughs> Buddy. Oh, McConnell. No, it's it, the, the, the Rick Carlisle lineup is Nemhard, McConnell, and Bruce Brown. That's the three-guard lineup yeah. that, that Rick will throw out there. That, well, we hit 2,000! Yeah. That's, this it's, is our record, I think, for most concurrent live viewers. Hey, guys, in the chat, let us know what you think about Dwight Powell coming back to Dallas. <laughs> uh, shout out to Master Fame. Appreciate you. Every, every bit does that. We've never done Super Chats before, so this is new for us. We're, we're trying it. We're trying it out. Yeah, Nick's going to get fired from his job for this. Uh, probably. Zay says hit that like button. Appreciate, appreciate everybody <laughs> for doing that. And then, um, oh, uh, Danny says that, you know, he might be the only MFFL in the Bronx. So if you're an MFFL in the Bronx, let Danny know. No, you can't be the only one, Danny. And then he said he wants to one he wants him to sign Dylan Brooks. Uh, the Stars need defenders. And then he says cough cough Stanley Johnson. He's still out. Stanley Johnson's still out there. Yeah, didn't he work work out for somebody the other day? Um, he did. So somebody just asked if this is OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> only fans of the Mavs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stanley Johnson worked out for the Ma- for the Suns, didn't he? Yeah, he was so. with the Jabari Parker workout. Everybody forgets about Stanley yeah. Johnson. Shout out to Jabari, Jabari. Summer League. That's why you're going to Summer League. Oh, that one's funny. So, Danny, I'm with you. They got to sign defenders. They got to sign another wing defender. I think that's what they're going to do with the MLE. So, this guy says, Mavs fan from Taiwan. How's Dwight doing? Dwight Howard. Oh, you're asking? You're asking the. Yeah. <laughs> Sax Scott said, well, you can do more live shows like this. I think so. I don't know if we'll do more super chats. I just wanted to test it out. This was so like we were going to record and Nick's like, hey, let's just go live. Let's just go live and have fun with it. All right. Uh, And so here we are with it. Uh, Shout out to Juan too. Appreciate Juan. Uh, Yeah. What's what's the next move? I'm I'm waiting because I want to see what happens at midnight with all these extensions and stuff. Yeah, we got to stay on here for at least another notification. What's the next? What's the next move for the maps? Let's do that now. I mean, I honestly think we're waiting on the the other part of the Houston free agency stuff. I already said it on here a little bit ago, but you know, if they had sixty something million dollars in cap, they gave forty two of it this year to Fred Van Vliet. They have roughly around twenty more. I think it's probably either Brooke Lopez or Dylan Brooks. I don't think they can get them both. Uh, so if they do get Brooke Lopez, is Dallas waiting on Dylan Brooks right now? You know, are they waiting on the Brooke Lopez decision before you know? Because then at that point. You know, Dylan Brooks can go anywhere else, but he could be a fit in Dallas, you know, for the MLE stuff. So, and then Boston's, you know, they might be waiting on that. You know, Grant Williams might be waiting on that. So it's, it could be this whole trickle down effect. And we've also got several teams probably waiting on James Harden and Damian Lillard. If, okay, I got to say this. I can't say waiting for Damian Lillard. Anymore. No, no, I got to just <laughs> done. I mean, it's just done. Like, I got to say I, this. I just though. can't anymore with if Dame requests out now. That's such a low blow because yeah, you're not going to request out before free agency. Now you're going to like basically force Portland's hand to give 30 something million dollars a year to Jeremy Grant. 
And then if, if Dame comes now and says, Hey, saw one out. <laughs> Thanks for paying my guy. And they're just like, what? We would have just tanked. Like, but now we have $32 million a year to Jeremy Grant. Like that's kind of, he wanted to get his guy paid and then he wanted out. I mean, how, how much more do I have to explain this to you? They rescind the offer. Uh, Joe asked, will you y'all explain the radio silence on Holmes? Yeah, we, we can very easily. The trade's not done yet. The Mavs literally yeah, can't talk about sure. him yet because the trade isn't completed. There's a weird loophole. Mavs PR told us there's a weird loophole that they can talk about the draft pick that they made, but they can't make the deal uh, officially. And it's just still open, so they can still add to that trade too, which is kind of cool that they could add a third team to it and do something uh, or you know, three, two or three more teams to it and do something, make, make it bigger and expand the trade. So that's why they haven't mentioned anything about Rashawn Holmes yet. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks, but I don't. We might not see this trade, you know, done until next Friday. So, yeah. Um, yeah speaking of next Friday with the moratorium and all of that, um, <laughs> I don't even want to speak this into existence. So I know the chat's probably going to come after me. Oh God, how? Give me a percentage that what okay. Let me let me word it this way. Wait, <laughs> being very careful here. I know, I know, because I'm scared. I don't want to speak it into existence because then people are gonna blame me. Are you would you bet your life on it? Don't that, are you asking are you, are you doing the thing that you did to me yesterday? No, no. Would you bet your life on it that Kyrie doesn't change his mind? <laughs> Come on. Before the end of the moratorium, you're 50 minutes into this, and we're talking about what ifs on Kyrie. Uh, I'm just you, saying, you know what? Hey, it's great, it's great, dude, dude, it's great, it's great, it's great, broski. We won- it. It's great, it's great, <laughs> it's great, bro. It's great, it's great, it's great. This life's great, bro. I have no complaints. I don't, I can't, I can't help is. it. We've walked through this with DeAndre. I'm just Here. saying, would you be shocked if it was like Wednesday or Thursday and it's like, hey, Kyrie just had dinner with LeBron. yeah because Ron what's gonna what's gonna change he's gonna go take the minimum somewhere all right good all right I just got off my chest I just want to he, just, he say, just locked up 126 million dollars I know like, it's good guaranteed I don't for say, him. let's let's move on and Thank uh, you. here no but but let me let me ease because some people may have that same issue too is let me ease some of your like worries maybe the difference between what the Mavericks are doing right now and what the Brooklyn Nets did besides COVID and him not taking a shot and sitting out like that's a whole other extreme like extraneous situation that he was in the Nets didn't want to give him the deal that he wanted the Mavericks just did give him the deal that he wanted they gave him the player option they allowed him you know they allowed negotiation for all we know Kyrie got what he wanted right and so they've been working with him and the big thing that that everybody's been talking about around the Mavericks Nico Harrison relationships Nike he's known him since he was in high school all right, like, good. Thank you for saying all that. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone in the chat saying PTSD from DeAndre. I I know that I live, I live, I remember those Somebody, emo- emoji days. Uh, we got a subtext text that said, um, "Guys, my wife just texted me and said, are you still recording?" <laughs> sorry, we just got a text yesterday that said, um, "If there's one free agent you'd want to lock in a room like DeAndre, who would it, would it be?" And I was like, "It's got to be Kyrie, right?" But then after that, I don't know. Uh, a couple other questions. JP wants to know if there's any chance for a Capella deal. Yeah, I sure. think yeah, I think yes, because Scotto reported yesterday from Hoops Hype that the Hawks are still looking to move somebody. They're they talked about they've they've inquired on Dejounte Murray trades across the league and you know DeAndre Hunter and 
uh, and Clint Capella. They've got to move somebody, I think, because they've just got too many salaries for them to re-sign a Kongwu next year and DeJounte Murray next year and Sadiq Bay next year. Like, it's just a lot for them to try to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my wife's text me. So I was like, Zay said, know. how do we get Jared Allen here? Also, Suns in eight. Sons they, didn't, eight. They, they didn't make it to, they didn't make it to eight it was it was eight <laughs> minimum contracts no I, you know one of my favorite things right now is i love eddie johnson on twitter who for the past two years he always does the hashtag we still good and now he's like we very good i'm like bro y'all y'all haven't done anything um, they made the finals they, they, they did made the finals. yes and then got embarrassed two years in a row if we if we're gonna tout making the western conference finals for the mavericks i i'm letting them tout yeah. finals like that's that's fine right we also have had Luca playing with me and you. They've they've put together these like big time contract teams. There's if they no get, one on the Mavericks as slow as me. Even if they <laughs> if they don't make it to the conference finals this year, then I mean the, the Suns, ball, yeah right. The issued statement from the organization is going to be tough to the fans. <laughs> uh, but is there any way to get Jar- Jared Allen? There was a fake. Did you see this fake? Uh, Jared Allen to the Mavericks trade that was floating around like one of those fan no. accounts like NBA fan accounts tweeted that uh, Mark Stein reports that a Jared Allen sign and trade for Christian Wood is in the works and is looming and then he like tagged Mark Stein in it and then somebody took that tweet and put it in Mark Stein's chat in his subtext or in his uh sub sub stack and then Mark Stein came back came into Twitter and then replied to that and said I've never reported this this is not true <laughs> I don't know what I would even do. Where's uh, where's Christian Wood going, guys? Four for 77? I told you this yesterday. We're going to have to wait. I mean, we're going to have to wait days for that one because he's going to wait until the, until somebody gets desperate and somebody decides to, to make it. There's just Max no, him out. There's no money out there for him. 77 million. You got Four the years. Rockets and the Spurs. The Jazz still have money. I was listening to Lockdown Jazz today, and they still have money. I remember those days. Cash wants to know if there's if Miles Turner is dead. I don't think Miles Turner is dead. I just don't think the Mavericks. I don't think the Suns would want to trade or the Pacers would want to trade him. Well, I hope he's not dead. Yeah, he looks like he's having fun. I follow his Instagram closely because I, I want to make and, sure. and his Twitter likes. You really follow those. <laughs> he liked a tweet of JJ Redick talking about what the Mavericks need to build around Luca, and it was a center that could shoot and it was and block shots, and it was actually him, and he liked it. Just saying. Where's some of these extensions happening? Also, is dropping dimes tweeting right now? I need y'all to let me know. <laughs> I haven't seen any dropping dimes tweets. Do you have but... them on notifications or something? <laughs> no, I have them on one of my lists though. Actually, he did tweet a he tweeted a YouTube video a little while ago. Um a, a gunna song that I don't know. Would you would you be interested in Plumley or an a surprising uh, addition to free agency today, a uh, Jock Landale? The Jock Landau one did surprise me that the, the Suns got got off of him. Are we sure then, Eubanks is better than him? No, I don't. I don't know. I think they may have thought that Jock Landau was going to get more, and then, mm. but the, the Suns then signed Eubanks, like you said, Katie Bates' job, which is a sneaky good move that I really like. Two years, five million. The Mavericks could have done that. They they decided not to. But the, in the tweet announcing him, it said that he has a chance to start for them, and I was like, oh god, oh boy, wow. Damien Lee going back, Akogi going back, Chemezi Metu going back, uh, Chemezi Metu of or Chemezi Metu going to the Suns of uh, of didn't he hit the game winner? Yeah, against the Mavs. Yeah, and, and everybody you, freaked out about why he was left open. I'm like, dude, it's Metu. You don't want a Nabi who is uh, like 
NBA nerds, dar- like free agent darling over the last couple of weeks. He's hey, we brought him up on our show. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the other one you mentioned? Because I don't listen to you. I mean, we talked about a lot. But... <laughs> no, but you said there was another move that, that you were interested in. Oh, no. I said Plumlee and Lando. Yeah, they're out there. Both Do- of them. Would, he, would either of them start over Dwight? Powell. Yeah. Uh, for 29 other teams, yes. I don't know if in Dallas. So the only other like real rumor we got today besides Seth and Kyrie is that uh, Dwight Powell is expected to come back. Mark Stein, I think Jake Fisher also reported that uh, they expect Dwight Powell to come back. Uh, Tim McMahon made a really big pitch for him on, on the fan the other night of Dwight Powell. So we expect him to come back. What are your thoughts on Dwight coming back? Sure. Yeah, I mean... Dwight's beloved in the organization. Shocker. I mean, y'all knew that, but I mean, everybody likes him. Young guys like him. Luca likes him. He's a great vet to have in the locker room. I mean, if you're looking at a minimum contract, then let's do it. Like sign me up. You just got, you got to figure out still like what's the other centers in your rotation. Like, are you doing a rotation again? Or are you going to make the big investment? Because you know, Dwight and Rashawn Holmes is kind of Spider-Man meme-ish. You still have Javel who couldn't play last year. Now you took Derek Lively, but you're trying to trade. Do you sign another guy? Like, there's obviously there's going to be a trade or two for Dallas that's going to happen over the next few days, probably. That's yeah, I'm with you. I think they they got to do something else. Um, Danny wants to know if the Mavs can put together a deal to overwhelm Masai and land OG. No, not not overwhelm. Definitely not overwhelm. That- OG, no. I I think yeah, I've already done the whole Siakam thing, but I think OG would cost more than Siakam. Because he's signed for longer, he's younger. Yeah, um, Siakam may be a flight risk for them for after just one year, unrestricted next year. So th- they're asking for like they turned down a deal, I think, for like three first round picks for OG right during the season. Yeah. So I, I don't think they can overwhelm them. That's just, I don't think they have enough stuff to get them. So sorry, Danny. Um, I tell you another. I tell you another wing I like is uh, <laughs> John's. Jay- sorry one more thing john says uh the chips are gonna be in the freezer tonight if we get if we get miles turner <laughs> oh, dude those fritos in the freezer <laughs> i uh, i have a bag of those now you do you put them in the freezer no i'm not because i'm not like to that. just try them why why would i want to do that and just break my teeth no <laughs> like what i don't understand uh and Isaac please, and i, I don't different- even want we have very different tastes too, so I I don't expect you to like them. To be honest. also, don't even want to like have the visual of like, are you, do you just like, do you just suck on them frozen? <laughs> <laughs> there was nowhere for that sentence to go that was going to no, be productive no, no, in any way. No. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Coy says that a three way Suns get Tim and Holmes and maybe McGee to Pacers. Yeah, th- that's the way that that's the only way I think the Miles Turner type thing goes down. That's yeah, crazy. yeah, because Rick's signing up for Jamel McGee again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would happen. Yeah, the first time around with Javel did not go well with with Rick Carlisle, but uh, but if they like eight and a lot better, then maybe then maybe you do that kind of deal. But I don't know. I still don't know why the Suns would give up on eight and they would have no centers. They would have Eubanks and Bismack, and then they would have what Rashawn Holmes, and that would be it. Like I, it's, that's not going to get them anywhere. So yeah, but they they might want to. Uh, my wife's texting me, but um, you didn't tell her that it was free. I told my wife it's free agency. I'm sitting in my room and I'm literally not leaving. No, it's been my excuse all day to not do anything. Um, 
<laughs> but we we had to go out and do things in town. But um, did you did you ride your horse and buggy in today? In the town, yeah. We went <laughs> did to you the, go pick up your milk in, in bottles. We went to the saloon and got a drink <laughs> at um, the local watering hole. So. I don't forget what I was going to freaking in say. Town. People are, people that don't live in Dallas are like, man, those guys, they ride their horses into town and they <laughs> shut up. Um, I like Jalen McDaniels. Yes. As a, as a wing target that's still out there. Um, I feel like I was going to say, Oh no, no. About the Phoenix thing. Yeah. The, the Phoenix thing, if they do trade Aiden and split them into, into a few pieces, I do think they could go out and get, like, could they convince, my, you know, Plumley to come on a, a minimum? Like, it wouldn't shock me if, if Phoenix is like, hey, Plumley, Rashawn Holmes, and Eubanks is going to be like our center rotation because, hey, we know when it's crunch time, we might be putting KD at the five and it's KD, Bill, Booker, and, and all of that. So. And they have Bismack too. They could have all four of them. Just just get four meet like four below average centers and see if that works. Who who wait, who has anyone done that recently and seen if it would work? I don't know. The bullpen approach? Was there yeah. was there a, a, a signing today? I'm still holding out for like one more I, we, signing we, or trade. Literally haven't seen any signings since I think your extension thing was full of crap. Well, uh, Keith blame Keith Smith. Keith Pompey. Um was Keith there Pompey a, knows his stuff. <laughs> Was there a signing today that like really surprised you? A signing or extension? The um the Van Vliet one with the the money really did. Uh Bruce Brown with the money, two years, forty five. Mm-hmm. We talked about that one, but that was a Mavericks target that he got paid like almost double what the Mavericks could offer him. That one was surprising. And then the one that like really shocked me was um oh Javon Carter to the Bulls. Three uh, years I don't know what's going on there. Three years, twenty million dollars, and you're like, okay. What are you going to do with Io? Are you you're not bringing Patrick Beverly back? I guess. Well, like I don't know what what the Bulls are, are really doing there. They're just kind of like, yeah. I guess that I guess it I guess they get better with that deal. Like he's a younger version of what Patrick Beverly can be, better shooter. Early earlier in his career. Yeah. That one was weird to me. Joe Ingles to Orlando was kind of funny. That's that's the one. Um, but I get it because I like young teams getting you know adding guys to the rotation that are older and. Um, I'm really curious on where Kai Soto goes in uh, free agency. We're already at 2,000 viewers. Do you want 3,000 uh, viewers? just hopped up. <laughs> um, Derrick Rose to Memphis. I liked that one. Yeah, it's a good good move for them. Uh, apparently, Derrick Rose is viewed as a like a vet mentor now. So... <laughs> I mean, um, we were going to talk about him with the Mavericks. I, I, I suggested him a couple times. Were you surprised by Karis LeVert back to the Cavs? Kinda, because I don't, I mean, they just need shooting. So, I mean, I, I get why they brought him back. So, sure. Cool. Now, I'll tell you one I was, how I was surprised by, and it, it shouldn't matter too much at all, but the Reggie Jackson thing to Denver, the fact that Reggie Jackson cost more than Seth Curry was just yeah. dumb to me. Like Reggie Jackson couldn't even play for him at all. Like yeah. he was just DMPCD in playoffs. And but it, was their own, a, it was their own guy. Like they couldn't get anybody else at that number. Well, congrats. And they, like, they also brought back Deandre Jordan too. And it's like, all right, y'all really trying to run this back. So, so there was that Reggie Jackson costing less than Seth Curry. And then also more than Seth Curry. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then there was Kyrie costing less than Fred Van Vliet. That's two moves that I looked at today and said, oh, I think Nico did a good job today. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we how have I not? Have I, it's been an hour since I've said this, but shout out to Kyrie's agent, Shatilla Riley Irving, who's his his stepmom, but is his, it is his agent, and she's the first black woman to negotiate and complete an NBA contract. That stat today, it's like, awesome, blew me away. I couldn't believe that that was real. It's super cool. Uh, Shams reported that, and uh, yeah, that's just really cool for her to. Um, <laughs> my dog is really into that deal. Yeah. Uh, to to negotiate that deal, get it done, and now he comes back to 126 million. First of all, 126 million dollars you get. Well, agents get like three, four percent of that. That's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, let's let's take a few questions in the chat, and then yeah, we're we're, we're out of super chats finally. Like you guys overwhelmed me with super chats. That was that was insane. Yeah, drop some questions in the in the chat there, and uh, Knight wants to know if if uh, Blake Griffin is available. The answer is yes. Yes, for all the comedy clubs and a team. Jared thinks my dog is racist. <laughs> Whoa. Um, this person wants to know if you are wearing pants. I am. Uh, no, I'm wearing shorts, but hey. Here are. Bird dogs? Uh, Cameron just said, you guys are awesome. Hope you keep the super chat. Nick, have a good, you know, have a good fourth. Everybody else, have a good fourth. Did he really just say just you? Like, Yeah, it's on the screen. Can you see Oh, it? Nick and y'all. All right, cool. Nick and y'all, you're y'all, I guess. Thanks. You do say y'all more than me. Y'all. Uh, another question from Wendy. Do you think the Mavs would have interest in either Mo Bamba, Jackson Hayes, or Billy Hernan Go Mavs? By the way. Billy boy. I said Billy Hernan Go Mavs on, on the, the Locked on NBA first re, like instant reaction with Jake, Jake Madison on accident. That's awesome. <laughs> you can hear it if you go to Locked on Pelicans and listen to that one with me and him. Uh, you can hear it. But Mo Bamba, maybe. Jackson Hayes, I think they'll stay away from. He's had an off-the-court domestic violence situation, got arrested, um, probation, and all that kind of stuff. I think I think the Mavs stay away from that situation because of some of the past things in their history. Uh, Willie, I think, yeah, on a, on a minimum, I'd be so down to have one of Luca's friends join. Like, if you want to get Luke, one of Luca's friends, here's one that's available. Yeah, I, I don't know what Mo Bamba's going to go for. If they do the whole like bullpen approach again, then Oof. I don't know, maybe, but probably not. You're taking a, you're taking a swing on Mo Bamba, though, because he's not coming in, and, like like we said yesterday, he's not coming in with one guaranteed skill. Right? Yes. Like, yeah. He's not coming in with that. So you're taking a swing on a guy that can shoot, maybe defend the rim a little bit, and like him and Derek Live, like Mo Bamba's also 25, too. Like you think he's 22, 23, but he's not. He's a little older. Uh, this is your favorite. Um, <laughs> and Starks. Any word on Christian Wood? I don't know. Ask Pinsack. He's not coming back to the Mavericks. It's done. It's it's just not there. And so we'll see what happens. I'm sure uh, his agents work in the DMs. The Clippers have been interested in him in the past. Maybe there's a sign and trade opportunity with them there. But then I saw the funniest thing the other day about the heat rumor. And we got somebody, Nick- oh, God. And somebody said this would be the ultimate heat check on heat culture that would be the i mean if they, they got us on white side okay we got we actually got a real uh a real report tyrese halliburton and the indian pacers five-year 260 million dollar deal wow something tells me that we might not see the clippers guys sign that extension no but it, they said it could be worth up to 260 that's 52 million a year wow I mean, it, it's it's hard to like comprehend that now because the cap's gonna go up and 
some of these numbers are gonna. I mean, I, I've seen some projection on Jalen Brown's deal to where the, the the last year of his deal could be in like the high sixties or something. Well, like, Dame's the last year of Dame's deal is six, high sixties. It's insane. Fifty-two mil a year for Halliburton, but yeah, the in the in this new CBA, the cap is going to go up and it goes up ten percent every year. It's it has the cap smoothing, so there's going to be no spike like it did when the Warriors signed KD. Uh, yeah. But it's going to keep going up. I mean, it, it just is, uh, and if inflation. <laughs> somebody off, somebody offered to buy me applesauce if we traded for Miles Turner. I'm down. Um, Vince Vince wants to know how much to donate for Isaac to remove the beanie. Should we up the price? <laughs> Vince, I want you to know. I want you to know he thought about it for the two dollars that you said it. <laughs> Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. If you I'm give them a number, off. they'll give it to you. So don't don't do it unless you're really gonna do it. Because they will give the give it and then all of a sudden you'll have to. But what if I don't have any hair? You gone bald since the last time I saw you? <laughs> uh uh classics had any chance of Clint Capella. I, I think so. I think the Hawks are still gonna dump somebody but i don't know who they who they give up at this who the mavericks give up at this point i don't know if they're interested in a tim like tim for capella that saves them marginal money here and there um the, <laughs> tim kato's in the chat <laughs> um is it the real tim kato he didn't you didn't text us fake tim no kato. he did he did he texted you no he, he texted us <laughs> um. <laughs> he did text me and my my numbers haven't been um um I, I don't know how desperate yeah, Tim Cato would be the one to answer this. I don't know how just how desperate Atlanta is to get off money. And is it more for this year or is it more like long term and, and all of that? So I just don't know how desperate they are. I don't know what the Yeah, thing is for them right now. Uh okay, so we do have we do have confirmation this is the real Tim. Yeah. Tim will <laughs> tell you that's the best offer. The best rumor he's got if you take the beanie off. All right, Tim, you got to text us the rumor and we won't, we won't say it, but we'll recognize the text. Is it, this is worth the $20. He has real, you have hair. It's not even like it's receding or any like that much or anything. Oh my God. Someone in the chat. (laughs) What? Oh my God. (laughs) All right, Tim. Vince upped it. 50 Vince 50 bucks that's that's insane let's go man. Vince I don't now this is getting weird like really only fans like hey we'll pay this <laughs> to do this it's like no I don't, I don't know. know if I can turn it off either uh oh Tim, my gosh you don't even have don't even oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim texted us with an expletive and said he doesn't have he does not have one so shout out to Tim for faking it and, and, and letting all you guys see Isaac's hair it's cemented forever <laughs> Oh, my God. hey, somebody mentioned Dennis in the chat. I'd be down. I mean, some of the stuff when he first, you know, left was, um, you know, kind of it was, a, I would say, a rocky exit um, on both sides. But I like the the change that he's made in his career. I think he's he's proven enough to get another contract in the league. And yeah. Sure, bring him back. Especially since now they they need a defensive guard because they don't have any. <laughs> I mean, they have Josh Green, they have Reggie Bullock to guard guards, but they still don't have anybody to really like, get in there and, and guard like, him and him guards. and Seth back together again. Uh, Nova said, you know, given the possibility, you guys think about Dorian Finney-Smith being waived or traded by the Nets. I, he's not going to get waived. They're expecting a first for him, or I mean, that's the last thing that we've heard about him. 
Yeah, I don't think he's getting getting waived. No, no, they got to turn turn his contract into to an asset or something. So, uh, Sack Scott wants to know if Kyrie will come off the bench to help the flow. No, but they'll stagger Luca and Kyrie. So they'll they'll one of those guys will be on the court at all times. We saw that last year. We'll see it again. Bro, Majestic just said I look like an elf on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> My beanie's coming back now. I don't do, you have a, in, do you have a Santa hat anywhere? I don't want to be an elf on the shelf. Um, <laughs> this person said $100 to put it back on. Well, dang it. I didn't read that. Just did it for, you just or, did it for free. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then Koi wants to know, uh, odds of Jeff Van Gundy coming to coach with kid. Jeff Van Gundy's out of a job all of a sudden. What happened at ESPN today? Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I said this earlier. There's probably new people in the chat now, but I texted Nick this morning. And I was like, "Is Jeff and Gunny going to be the biggest Mav signing today?" Um, <laughs> but still funny. I've laughed three times at that today. I don't. I mean, it is really sad. I, I hate seeing. I hate when any of the companies, um, yeah, do any type of layoffs like that. I hate it, and it, you know, it's tough. I think some people look at it and just say. Oh, these people make a ton of money and all that, but it's still tough. These people got families, and I just I hate yeah. all that. I hate when seeing layoffs like that. There's a lot. Uh, I I know Todd McShay's mom, <laughs> and that and that's crazy Random. to like know somebody and then to see like, hey, their son just got laid off by ESPN. That's that's nuts. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else? I, we're not. Get, I, we just got Tyrese Halliburton, and that's the only that's the only real thing we've seen so far. As soon as we log off, we'll get a whole we'll get a whole bunch of them. Uh, Andrew asked about Claxton. Claxton would be awesome. I love. I'm, I'm probably too high on Claxton, but I love him. Would you still do Claxton even now that they have Lively? Yep, I would. Okay. Think we can McDaniel's to complete the wing defense? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. Re- reminder: it's not Jaden McDaniel's. It's not the McDaniel's in, in Minnesota, but it's, it's Jalen. Um, yeah, it was weird because Philly traded for him. I thought he'd have a bigger role, more consistent role, and he didn't. Uh, but yeah, I, I would take him as a wing defender. It, that's the type of thing. It's like if they could, if they could trade for. Oh God, what? Desmond Bain, five years, two hundred and seven. Wow. Forty-one million dollars, short arms. Who cares? Right in the backyard. Backyard down the street. Um, Forty-one million dollars a year. That's crazy. You know how many teams could have had Desmond Bain? All of them. <laughs> All right, That's I think I think we're I think we're out. Steady, steady two two K in here. So we'll do. Yeah, appreciate, man. This was overwhelming. What are you <laughs> What are you gonna do with this audio? Are you gonna drop this? I'll I'll drop it. I, I'll I'll probably do an explainer at the beginning and and, and explain it to everybody. But uh, appreciate each and every one of you guys that have jumped in here, sent super chats. We were trying it out. We'll we'll see what happens in the future. I'll have to send this to my bosses and. See what, see what happens. Don't send them the money we got in the super chat. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll be back thing. tomorrow with an episode. If the maps do anything, if they don't do anything, we'll just come back. We're doing every day. We appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Appreciate y'all. Peace out. Boom.